And welcome to a brand new edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast, the number one sports podcast in Elkhart County. The only one. Hey, (laughs) don't don't steal our thunder, dude. Could be Uh, the only one that I know of in Elkhart County. uh, Sports-wise, at least. There are other Elkhart County-based podcasts, I'm pretty sure. Shout out Vince Turner. He does a podcast every once in a while, I think. Jason Samuel. But weekly. Weekly. We're grinding 52 weeks a year. You know. We are. We are. Marshall. We are. Marshall. <laughs> we are. Sad. Marshall. Um, the consistency is... Uh, you'll, you'll never go a week without us. It's pretty good on our part, I think. Yes. Austin Huff. Evan Leepak. With you. Another week. And we are... The Goshen News Sports Department. For now. For another week and a half. Give or, or take. Or two and a week. Two and a half weeks? You just want to like, uh, given you just tweeted it, you want to like just say it? Throw it on, on the podcast? We could have saved it for next week, but whatever, we'll just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, I'll just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, I announced on Twitter on uh, Tuesday, December 13th, that I will be leaving the Goshen News. After two years here in Michiana, it's uh, it's bittersweet. I enjoyed my time here thoroughly, meeting all of you, all of our listeners, all of the coaches, athletic directors, working with the community has been great and it made the transition here for me very, very enjoyable. And uh, it's going to be weird to leave. It's going to be a transition. I've gotten used to living here, obviously, but... Uh, Moving back down to Florida, and we'll see what lies ahead for me next. But uh, thanks to Austin Huff over there for giving me an opportunity. It's been great to uh, work with him the last couple of years. It's been great to work with all the other reporters and people of that nature that have uh, worked in the area as well over the last couple of years, getting to know them. And and yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough to leave in a way. Tough to leave in a way, but when it, when I'm leaving and it's like 20 degrees outside, I'm like, okay, well, it makes it feel a little better. I'm leaving, but uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, I will I will definitely miss being up here. Yeah, you won't have to use the heater in your car anymore. Congratulations. So that's true. Yeah. Um, one random day would be like in the 50s. 50. And, and, and that's and that's when I turn on, that's when I turn in, on the heat in Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we. Uh, we'll have some more fun, I think, next week with that. And sense of uh, next Tuesday will be your last real full day working in Elkhart County. You'll be doing our bowl coverage for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they're in Florida, three and a half hour drive from uh, Tampa, Tampa to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So uh, Evan will his bylines will appear in the Goshen News till the end of the year, but his last day covering things in. This beautiful county that we call Elkhart, uh, December 20th. So uh, we'll do one last podcast together on the 20th, and uh, and then uh, it'll be just me again. It'll be uh, so long, partner, as Woody said. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just sad and disappointed and everything. And angry, actually. And angry. Actually, I'm pissed <laughs> off. Very pissed off. As you can tell, I'm very pissed. Um, oh, that's a word. You can't use that on the, on the pot. You, you get can mad use at piss. me for saying, uh, what did I say, sucks. Yeah, that's a bad word. What? Pissed is not. Oh, my God. That's not a curse word. 
How can I not say sucks, but you can say pissed? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you seem pissed off. You can't say the word suck. I am. No, I'm not mad that I can't use the word suck. It's just I feel like pissed and suck is the same on the same stratosphere. I don't think they are. Now that we've said it like 20 times. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still way. listening to this episode, I promise we'll get to sports. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's let's let the uh, so we got that out of the way. Let's let the emotions simmer down here. Obviously, <laughs> um, let's start with uh, you know high school sports and uh, boys basketball. We have a couple with three ranked teams mm-hmm. as of now in the top ten polls of the uh, AP. So we've had one. We've had the Northwood, obviously, uh, but two new entries this week into the top ten. Northridge. Is the number nine team in the Class 4A poll. They are 5-0 for the first time since 2014. Along with them being 5-0 for the first time since 2014, West Noble. Excuse me, West Noble. I'm just so taken aback. <laughs> the verb. Um, they are 5-0. They are ranked seventh in the Class 3A AP poll. Uh, in the... Um, I just want to say, like, in full transparency, I did not put Northridge in my top 10 this week, so I'm sorry, Raiders. I'm surprised you said that out loud. You were, uh, you were like, 11th, 12th, right around there in my poll. We only ranked 10, but, uh, you know, I put, like, 15 on my fifteen on my Word doc, you know, so I can keep track of some other teams. Like, oh, who's lurking around here? Right on the edge. They're mm-hmm. right on the edge. They're, they're on your standby list. Yeah, That's they were they like. were 12th last week, so I was like, enough uh, teams, like, ahead of them, like, I'd done some things. And I had West Noble ninth this week, so they went seventh instead. Northwood I had third. The three A top of the three A didn't change. Uh, Marion won three games last week and beat Warren Central, which was a big win. North Davies beat Beach Grove, uh, and they're five and zero. And then Northwood destroyed Fairfield and Westview. Westview was up eleven to three. Never forget. Um, and then Northwood said, "Oh, it's time to wake up." Oh, we have the seven, six foot seven guy on the court. Okay, let's run the offense for him. They started making threes, which they have multiple guys that can do that. All right, we're talking about Northridge, though. They better be in your top ten. I mean, if they win out this week, I mean, they have a great chance to be 7-0. They got something oh, yeah. Riley. They it's got Goshen like this a, week. It's not like a, I don't think Northridge is a top. I mean, you know, like, they're not like, it's not like I didn't have them anywhere in my conscience. You know what I mean? Like, mm. obviously, they're playing very well. and But, you know, they're... Scrappy. They're uh, they're five and zero. Oh. Some of their wins. I mean, the the, the best win is still um, Val, Valpo. It would be Culver, Culver Valpo. Academy and Valpo back to back nights. Two mm-hmm. point wins. Westview's a good win. It looks like now. Westview's a decent win. Mm-hmm. The two points though, and then two, and they only beat a goal by twelve. Like, uh, you and know, they only beat Elkhart by eight. Yeah, like they're five and zero. Oh. They haven't really blown anybody out yet. But they're playing well, and I, I'm not going to sit here and they're be young. Like, they're still figuring it they're out. They're still too. good. Like they're still a good team. They're still one of the top teams. They got the number 20 in the overall coaches poll, the one class coaches poll this week too. So they're they're ranked in everything. So they're playing well. I'm not trying to. It makes me I'm trying to almost sound like I don't think they're playing well, but I I fully I'm aware that they are a good team right now. So I just had them 11th. It's it's okay. It's the mental game. Mental magic, Kinworts. I think that's why they're playing. So Coming well. Thursday to the Goshen News. Um, <laughs> Watch out for that story. It's coming soon. We think. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, so they're playing well, man. They're looking good. Um, Northwood almost didn't miss a shot against Fairfield on Saturday, by the way. Just shout out. They were 13-16 to 16 shooting in the second half. 
You said 69%, right? 69% for the entire game, 81% in the second half. That's insane. One by 40. Uh, they let 18 to nothing after the first quarter. It's pretty good. You're going to win a lot of games. Poor Derek. West Noble went up. West Noble was up 22 to 1 on Concord after the first quarter on Wednesday as well. So I saw that. A lot of bad first quarter, uh, a lot of good first quarter performances for some of our area teams. And then on the flip side, there were bad ones for Fairfield and Concord. I saw that Marcus Burton one too. Open was losing they like what 21 to 1 to Zionsville, right? Yeah. And, and then they came back and won 58 51. He scored 38. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You know, his college team could use him right now. Notre Dame. The Irish. Irish kids. How'd they look the against Marquette? We don't need to talk about that one. That was just <laughs> gross. Just gross. Um, Shaka Smart, man. He's got felt the like gold I wasted my Felt like I wasted my time. Hey, Shaka Smart, he's uh, he's won the uh, deal with leaving Texas as of this point because uh, Chris yikes, Beard. Chris Beard. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he's, might not be coming back. Uh, yeah, he's suspended indefinitely and uh, he has a felony charge on him. I don't even know if he's out of jail yet. He is out of jail. I saw a video of him coming out of bailed. the jail. Got bailed. Got bailed out. I think it was like yeah. 10K I saw. He makes bail. a lot of money, so I hope to God he can afford bail. $10,000? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah, we have three ranked teams. High school boys basketball trying to shift the focus pack. Nice little college detour there for a minute. Um, uh, Elkhart also got a win. Marion Die game winner against South Bend Adams Friday night, 52-50. It's magic about that Northside North gym. Side. That was their first home game of the year. They're 1-5. Mm-hmm. They played the first five on the road. They pretty much have this whole week off. They play Valparaiso Saturday night. It's a nice nice game at home. Well, it's- Northridge beat Valpo, so, I mean, we'll see. And uh, Marion Die 18 points, 19 rebounds in the win. Pretty good. That is nice. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, we've already had some NECC, NIC games. They have more teams in their conferences, so they kind of have to play them early. But mm. the NLC finally starts up conference play Friday night for boys basketball. Girls, obviously, has already started. Uh, the four NLC games this week, Plymouth and Northwood, Warsaw, Wawasee, Mishawaka, Concord, Goshen, Northridge. Looking forward to Goshen, Northridge. That could be an interesting game Saturday night. It's intriguing. Goshen plays South Bend Clay on Tuesday. I believe Northridge... Northridge plays South Bend Riley the next, which is this week. I don't know if it's tonight or tomorrow. It might be tonight. Uh, I just had the schedule pulled up. It is tonight. That's an interesting game as well. Riley's decent. Mm, 3-3. 3 and 3 South Bend Riley is so far this season they've won a few games. They have defeated Merrillville, John Glenn, and Jimtown very convincingly. So, could be a challenge on the road tonight for the Raiders. Yeah, this will be a tough test. This will be a tough test. Um so yeah, uh yeah, so looking at it on paper, you got to feel that Northwood is probably the favorite over Plymouth on Friday. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Warsaw's probably the favorite over Wawasee. Mm-hmm. Probably going to give the nod to Mishawaka against Concord. They're playing well. And then Goshen-Northridge, it, it kind of feels like a toss-up, like Northridge favorite, you know, but Goshen depends on if they can get the game at their pace, basically. Like, when they when they were controlling the game against St. Joe on Saturday, they looked really good. They were up 14 with six minutes left in the third quarter, and then St. Joe pressed them. As soon as they started putting some pressure on them, Goshen couldn't handle it. Didn't adjust well. Lost, end up losing a game in overtime by nine. Crazy. You know, four minutes, lost by nine in overtime. The way it flipped. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm not 
like Goshen North, which is probably the most even on paper of those four mm-hmm. going into the weekend. Um, but I would be surprised if the one and zero teams weren't Northwood, Warsaw, Mishawaka, and Northridge. Yeah, I would be surprised as well. Well, obviously it's scrappy, but Warsaw is really good. So yeah, yeah, and, and Concord has the ability to play with Mishawaka, but it just depends what version of Concord shows up. I feel like we've been saying that for three years. Will it ever change? Maybe not. Will the real Concord please, please stand, stand up? up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, that's boys basketball. Girls basketball. Hey, speaking of Northwood, we you know we love Northwood on this podcast. Uh, I'm going to give them a shout out. We usually talk. We'll le- we usually lead with the other our big three, but we got to give Northwood some love this week. Uh, they beat Mishawaka at the buzzer. Anaya Bonner gets a steal, makes a layup. Six seconds left in the game. Uh, they win 45-44 over the Cavemen. That's a nice NLC win for them. Mishawaka had been playing well, better mm-hmm. um, than they have in years past. And, uh, yeah, they're 6-3, and three, man. They've already got – it's going to sound – I think this is bad, but it's, I think they already have more wins this year than they had the last two seasons combined. Like, it's pretty close. Yeah. So They were like two, they had like two or three wins. They had – right. Like, like last – Two years, yeah. Right, they were. They won three games in 2020-21 season. The year after they won the state, they won three games mm-hmm. because they won one regular season game, then two games in the sectional, and almost won the sectional championship over Lakeland, which would have been nuts. Like, and uh, that was when Mark Heater was out that week, and Hillary Ladig was interim coach for the two wins, and then Mark came back and they lost. Mark thinks it was his fault because you know he was out sick and then he messed up the mojo coming back. Uh, but they won. I think they won three games last year as well. Mm-hmm. So they've already matched. I gotta, I'm done double check that. I should have looked that up before I, you know, start saying that. But that's close, uh, one way or the other. Right. Claire Payne's been much better. Anaya Bonner emerging as a defense or an offensive threat. Um, they have a really good, solid young team right now. They're kind of figuring it out, and uh, it's fun to watch. It's when they're when they are playing better. It just is better for. The area because they won state title a couple of years ago, and they're just, just they're like they're historically a great program. I mean, mm-hmm. Steve Neff is still the winningest girls basketball coach in state history. Coached at Northwood all those years, won state title in '99, went in '97. Wow. Like, you know, like they they just are like that. You know, when people like you know like they're like that marquee type program in the state. So and like this area of the state at least, like them and Penn, like historically. So it's kind of cool to see them like. You know they're six and three. Schedule is going to mm-hmm. get tougher. They got some big yeah. games. Second half of the season Especially coming up. With some injury questions too. Right. So not one hundred percent confident on some of the the overall health of their team as of now. We don't want to say anything out loud and speculate. Well, I'm not going to. I know. I'm. That's why I'm just saying. I'm like, just saying there could be. That's what yeah. Um, Another like, team. Uh, are you still want to talk about Northwood? Are you still going? Yeah. Just quickly, um, they play at Bremen tonight. That's a winnable game. I believe Plymouth mm. Saturday could be a win, and then they got Fairfield right before Christmas. That should be an interesting game. Fairfield's pretty good, mm. uh, having watched that one out a couple times. The Northridge tournament they play four games in two days, so that'll be a real test and like just a war of attrition. Um, but then after Christmas, they have notable games, uh, three home games in a row: Penn, Northridge, Mishawaka, Marion, January 10th through the 17th. Wow, and that's three right there in the pit. Uh, that'll be that'll be really interesting. But uh, you got to figure they could hang with Glenn, Wawasee, Goshen. They should beat Riley in the last game. 
Um, they have a good chance to be at least 500 going into the, the tournament. Uh, Bremen's five and five, by the way. Goshen or Northwood three six and three, like I mentioned. Plymouth is mm-hmm. three and seven, uh, so that's a winnable game for uh, Northwood. So, uh, yeah, Northwood, man, they are they're playing well. I agree. They have a chance to be eight and three going into Fairfield next week, next Tuesday. Fairfield is pretty good. It'd be tough to beat the Falcons. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Anyway. But um, quick shout out to this team at this moment because their schedule gets really tough here soon. So I don't know how long it's going to last. But Wabasi, girls well, basketball. You were there. 7 4 now. Took out Goshen. First year head coach, Derek Gilreth. 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 One of those pronunciations. My apologies, Derek, but I'm pretty sure I was right there. He beats his former team, the Goshen Red Ox. On Friday night, they win 52-41. to They have a couple of nice players. Olivia Horn, Mackenzie Ackleman. They both scored in double digits, leading the Warriors on Friday night. So, I mean, they have, a, they have a really young team, and they have no seniors. So, the future looks bright for the Warriors. Like I said, though, they do have... They have an intriguing game against Bethany coming up on Tuesday, and then they have to play teams like Warsaw and Central Noble after that. So yeah, Central Noble is really good. Uh, <laughs> so it gets it gets tough. It'll be a, a learning experience over the next couple of weeks for uh, the Warriors. But to be sitting at seven and four with no seniors right now, and for the first year head coach, I'd take that. Yeah, and like you know, the Goshen game's a fifty-fifty game probably, and to get that one is big. You know, it builds confidence up. And again, the shooters, uh, Hackleman, she's been very very good for them this year so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gets going in a game. You know, you could uh, you could beat anybody. Well, mostly anybody, I should say. Just let's say, like, oh, yeah, they beat South Washington if she just, like, scores <laughs> 50 points. Um, 60 points. 70, maybe. She might South need to score Washington. 70 to beat South Washington. They're just scheduling, like, really good teams out of nowhere all of a sudden. Yeah, they went to Michigan and beat the number one team in Michigan. They're playing the number three team from Illinois, which is my old, old hometown, Bolingbrook. Oh. From ages 5 to 10, I was a Bolingbrook resident. Wow. Played all played most of my little league baseball career at, in Bolingbrook. Did you go to Bolingbrook Elementary? I went to Oakview Elementary, which is in Bolingbrook. Which is in Bolingbrook, yes. <laughs> so Very I cool. would have been a I would have been a Raider if I had stayed. Obviously, I moved to Manuka instead and became an Indian. So this is a really rough fun, rough schedule. The rest of the way. Totally unrelated. <laughs> my neighbor in Bolingbrook, he eventually led Bolingbrook to the state championship, Class 8A, the biggest one in Illinois, and he played at Illinois collegiately. So, Wow. He was That's my next-door neighbor. Fun fact. Yeah, Aaron Bailey, shout-out. I don't think Aaron Bailey thought his name was going to get mentioned today, but probably it's pretty cool. It was a fun to watch him win the state title. It was like, hey, I know him, kind of. Played on my Little League team one year. Sort of. um, yeah, and then, of course, we, we mentioned it kind of in passing here, but, you know, Fairfield, 10-1, Northridge, 9-2, Bethany, Bethany Christian eight and one best start in program history eight and one for Bethany Christian seven and one was the best start eight and one is just adding on to it uh, they they get some fun games right they just beat Lakeland three eight team they get to play Wallace C um, Blackhawk Christian looming mid January Fairfield at the end of the year Fairfield they always have that it's a weird Monday end game of the season yeah the weird Monday Fairfield game that like I'll probably go to because it's like ugh, yeah. 
yeah, two good teams. Like, we've been to it every year. Fairfield ends up winning the game by, like, 15, but it's like, well, you know, Bethany, if they... Yeah, I went to it last year. Yeah, that was, like, pretty much Bethany's only loss in the second half of the season last year was when they... Fairfield, and then they lost to Fremont in the sectional. Mm-hmm. But um, they, yeah, they, like, oh, could Bethany maybe beat them? Like, I don't know. Like This is the year that... It's kind of like Fairfield-Northridge, like... On paper, Northridge probably should win that game, but Fairfield's won it two years in a row now, so, uh, yeah. Bethany's got to get to the, at least the this, sectional title this, this has year. to This has to be Bethany's year to win a sectional. Has to be. Has to be. Well, they, the only team in that sectional that could mess with them is Blackhawk. They're 5-3. and three. Yeah. They play a harder schedule probably than yeah, Bethany. But Bethany's ranked 7th in the 1A poll, and they're... Top five, ten in the Sagarin of one A as well, and Bethany's got you know they got some nice wins. I mean, they, this will be an interesting. This Wawasee game is interesting. I I really am excited. I'm going. You know, should be fun. Yeah, I was supposed to go, and then you said no. I was like, no, I want to actually like enjoy my Tuesday night. So, well, if I wanted to enjoy my Tuesday night, I would just go home and watch NXT. But drink a spotted cow. Yeah, I don't know if these spotted cows my uncle gave me are still uh, good. Why? I had one on Saturday before we went out. I just didn't taste right. How long do you think they've been there? I don't know. Years. <laughs> Not years, I hope. Um, it's got me weary about the one I still have in my fridge because I had like a six-pack, and I was like, oh, I'm going to save this last one. It's back pour, in like July. Pour that guy out. July? I should probably drink it. Just drink it. It's the one from July. It's still in there? August. Yeah, July, August. Wow. He's been simmering. In the refrigerator. Yes. <laughs> Collecting a lot of space. Uh, anyway, that was... Regardless, while we'll see about the new Christian girls basketball. Should be a fun game tonight. Any other girls basketball notes you want to get in before we move on to uh, wrestling? Negative. Okay. Wrestling then. Jimtown uh, with the newsiest week of all of our programs. Notably, uh, Evan, you were there for history Wednesday night. Uh, Christian Carroll. He gone. Uh, he's, it was a whole week ago. Yeah. He, I, like know, I don't even crazy. What, do I, what six, do I even remember about six that days. Match. Uh, the number one wrestler in the country, who was at Jimtown High School, Oklahoma State, wrestled six competitive matches for the Jimmies, and he's like, "I'm out." And so he's going to be doing online schooling uh, and training to, for college. He's going to move to Oklahoma here um, in a little bit. Per he coach, no. I'm going to pull that up. Yeah, let's see the tweet or no. the text. I, I, my sources. I talked to my sources, and uh, um, he said he's gonna uh, finish his semester of school at Jimtown and then move, move to start training in Oklahoma. Okay. So, Oklahoma State is where Stillwater. Stillwater, yes. Yeah. So yes, uh, in a sense, not surprising. You know, high school wrestling for him is like he doesn't need it. Like he doesn't. He won state title last year at New yep. Prairie. Like all that could happen right now is like he gets injured. You know. Yeah, and that would ruin his college. Could so. could ruin at least the start of his college career. Yeah. And his amateur stuff that he does outside of college, but amateur is that you said? Amateur. 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 Yeah. Amateur. Amateur. Uh, Mature. But, but it is surprising in a sense that like. Why would you even go to Jimtown to begin with if you were probably thinking this, right? And then, like... Maybe he's you, already not 100%. You wrestle six matches, and then, like, that's it? Like, I don't know. He could have a lingering injury right now. Maybe he doesn't want to 
push it. I don't know. I, again, I would. I don't. I'm not. I'm not upset at him at anything. Like, cause like, it's his decision. He can do whatever he wants, pretty much. And what a specimen, though. I'd, you got to watch him. I didn't get to watch him. It's very. I'm very sad. Yeah, he just he threw around a big dude like a rag doll. I mean, he was he was smaller than him in stature, but he just he just took him out with no issue. It was crazy. Yeah, Braden Braden Jellison's not a bad wrestler for, for Elkhart. Elkhart. Yeah, he's no. a good, he's a he's good. he could he could make the state meet. Yeah, Jellison. So so I mean that just goes to show how impressive the kid is. But when I first saw him, I thought he was a coach. I mean, he looks <laughs> looks nothing like an eighteen year old. You like he could pass for thirty pretty easily. Like the stature and the way this guy is built, it's like you don't see that very often at all, if ever, in a in a high school kid. So I get I get why he's the number one wrestler in the country. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so he's he is uh, no longer there. He it's crazy because like you know states like Indiana, I just say you know they people like that like they're trying to like to promote like the local kids who do like great things right at college or state level like oh that guy's from Indiana mm. it's just a weird career for him because he only wrestled like 30 official matches in the IHSA like he was injured his freshman year at Penn then he transferred to New Prairie and he had to sit out because of transfer rules for a full year so he doesn't start wrestling until like middle of his junior year when state at 220 just dominates right and then he wrestled, so he wrestled like 20 matches last year, 25 matches. Yep. And then this year he wrestled six for Jimtown and he's done. It's just crazy to think like he's maybe the best wrestler like in Indiana history, at least in recent history. And he only wrestled technically like 35 high school matches. That's crazy to think about. It is. But he doesn't really have anything to prove at this point. So I, I, I get it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then the Jimtown also had a nice showing at the Jim Nicholson invite over at Elkhart. They went back to Elkhart on Saturday. Uh, Mikey Calamani was voted the MVP by the other coaches of the invite uh, for winning the 132-pound weight class. Went 5-0 and in the day. And he got his 100th career victory with that last win. So, very productive day for Mikey, senior. Um Wow. They finished tied for third with Elkhart in the overall point standings behind Penn and Rochester, who are two of the better programs in the state yep. currently. Um, neither of them are in their sectional regional draw, so yay. Uh, so Jimtown and Elkhart, once again, they're tying. Just like how it was a very narrow win for Jimtown Wednesday, just like how it was a half a point win for Jimtown at the sectional last year, too. Like this is going to, these two again will come down to it. Probably come tournament time. Even without Christian Carroll. Even without Christian Carroll. That's good for Elkhart. I mean, it helps helps them. Gives mm-hmm. them an advantage a yeah. little bit. But. Yeah. Uh, Northridge also picked up three NLC wins this weekend at their home Super Duels. They beat Warsaw, Northwood, and Concord uh, in the team head-to-head. So that's a huge start for them in the conference race. So it appears they're emerging as the second? Oh, third. Third, third best. Mishawaka, Wallace, yeah. Northridge. Mm-hmm. They'll probably beat Goshen Thursday. Goshen Northwood tonight, Tuesday, and then Goshen Northridge Thursday. So, both on the road for Goshen. Uh, Goshen's struggling a little bit with uh, depth. Uh, they mm-hmm. lost to Wallace Thursday night. Wallace's pretty good. They're 2-0 now in the conference. I would be surprised if anyone can beat them other than Mishawaka, who's also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wallace hasn't won the NLC like in a long time in this. 
Mishawaka coming into the conference has, you know, probably hurt their chances a lot because Mishawaka wasn't in the NLC until three seasons ago, and you know, Wawasee had a, you know, could could do better in the NLC. And Northridge, like the the last however many years, like Northridge has been really strong, and then Mishawaka has always been good. So you know, Northridge kind of went down last year, but uh, so Wawasee, like they, they and they get them at home. I don't know how much that matters in wrestling, but like Wawasee's at home against Mishawaka this year, mm. so that might be a, a factor. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if Wawasee could finally maybe get over that hump win the NLC outright. Uh, conference tournament's going to be great. I mean, there's so many good wrestlers in the NLC this year. That tournament's going to be awesome. So, And it's going to be intriguing to see how many of those kids go end up making runs, you know, through, through the postseason tournament. Multiple. Yeah, you got to – we feel good about – you know, we've broken records here, but Caleb Salazar at Wabasee, Caden Lone at Northwood, Armin Koltukian at Concord, Lake Stettweiler at Goshen. He picked up a nice one over Cameron Zimmerman at, from Wabasee. Um, the one of their three wins, at, you know, on the night, one eighty two. Mm-hmm. So Leish has a has a good uh, good season going so far. He's still undefeated. Um, yeah, yeah. There's still a lot of good wrestlers this year. This is a feels like a bounce back year. Bounce back. Yeah. Well, last year was wasn't wasn't bad, horrible. but this is, this feels like stronger. We feel like we got an overall. The overall quality is is increased. We kind of got some kids to state last year, like. I don't want to say, not by default, but like, it's like, okay, like they're going to state. Mm. They're not going to probably win like a match down there. Like, let's just be perfectly honest. They got through as the fourth place kid in semi-state. Like this year we got kids who could win semi-state, like more than one kid. Like Koltukian obviously did it last year, but. Right. So. Right. 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 Left. Yes. Left. Okay. Red light. Okay. Let's talk about Green some light. swimming. Let's talk about some swimming and then we'll get to some more national stuff. Uh, no Maple Leaf Minute this week. Or the next couple of weeks, by the way. We decided over winter break, let's let the kids go home and actually enjoy their winter break. So, Goshen yeah. College sports are happening, we promise. Uh, we'll mention them every once in a while. But uh, And same thing with the Maple Leaf, or Goshen College Weekly, the newspaper. We haven't been able to run in the newspaper a couple of weeks. Trying yeah. to get it in the newspaper either tomorrow or Thursday. Um, we have kind of like a fall semester in review story ready to go. From, uh, da- uh, I almost said, Dwayne <laughs> from Daniel Dwayne S. Scott. Daniel S. Scott. Uh, Dwayne Solstice is the o- overall leader of the uh, journalism department at the school. Okay. Dante Stanton, he's resting his vocal code, vocal cords, codes, cords. Um, uh, the words are hard. Whoo. <laughs> been talking for a while. Okay, swimming. Swimming. We've had, when we got some records going down again. Just like we're, this is a this is our weekly record update um, for the swimming pool. Both Nishler sisters just rewriting the record books once again at, at Wawasee. Wawasee. Julie Mishler, not only did she set the fifty meter, sorry, fifty yard freestyle pool record, but also the school record at the Wawasee Invitational Saturday. Her sister was like not so fast. One hundred free and one hundred backstroke pool records set as well for her sister. Was like, huh? I need to break. A couple I need to records. break two records as well, <laughs> uh, two different events too. So they uh, are good. Wallace won their invitational. Um, congratulations to them. And then Monday night, Lucas Bird, Elkhart senior, set the new school record for the 500 meter 500 run yards. swim. I was it a run? It's a long swim? run. It's 500 a long yard swim. freestyle. There's only one 500 race. 
Yes. They don't do a backstroke in 500. Could you imagine doing like a 500 butterfly? No. It sounds miserable. I like the eighth turn. Do I? would <laughs> 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 be terrible. Uh, I feel like you could do a 500 breast. I feel like you'd have to like stop. Like if you're doing like the freestyle is the perfect like I can go slower at this like swim style. The breaststroke, the backstroke, and the butterfly require so much work. You know, like more work than just freestyle. Um, so yeah, uh, he broke the school record 500 freestyle, 442.72. That's really low. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. He's at uh, Indiana University commit, so he knows what he's doing. Is what I'm saying. He knows what he's doing in the pool in the water. Yeah. With the strokes. Uh, he's been pretty good for a while, and uh, I'm excited to see. How much faster he can get? You got to think that that time is not going to be as fast as time in that event. Uh, He's this got a year. lot of time to grow, to uh, knock down some seconds, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. Northridge is uh, hanging around the girls. Uh, NLC race. They're four and zero still in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that January fifth this year, the Thursday. It's the first Thursday after the first Thursday of the new year. Concord Northridge. Let's just compete. That's what they always do. I was going to say, Concord's going to Concord. We know that they're still good. Yeah. It's Northridge and Wawasee and Concord. And then Elkhart over on the other side. Mm-hmm. And some individuals. Yeah. Yeah. So, a um, lot to be decided still in swimming in the sense that, like, January, we really start focusing on, like, okay, who's, who's... You know, you got the names right now, but, like, which... And anyone else going to maybe surprise us who's coming on here strong at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's really hard to get into swimming fully until after Christmas. Kind of similar with wrestling, too, where it's like, okay, now we're, like, getting ready for, we're gearing up for sectionals, gearing up for conference. Like, this is big deal stuff. Like, you know, the Al Smith invite for wrestling. It's like, okay, now we're figuring out, like, a lot of good teams here like who's who's standing above the rest like you know swimming there's not much Christmas stuff over for swimming over the break but they come back and there's big conference meets right away you know mm-hmm. so yeah no Maple Leaf Minute no Maple Leaf Minute usually we throw to it um let's just let's uh, do a little recap of some of the bigger national sports stories I think the biggest one uh you know the last however many Hours, 24 hours, 48 hours, unfortunately, is the uh, sudden death of uh, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach, football coach, obviously, uh, 61 years old, um, just was taken to the hospital on Sunday and uh, passed away Tuesday or Monday night, overnight, and uh, yeah, uh, one of the more eccentric coaches, I would say. That's probably a good word to describe him. Oh, he's so funny. It's just... It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like if any of the college football personalities, I mean, Mike Leach is up there. He's in. He's at least in the top five when you think of college football personalities that stand out. The guy just had all these, I mean, not only was he like funny, like talking in interviews and had all these theories and ideas, he was also a brilliant football mind. Yeah. And paved the way for a lot of things in football. Yeah. So he went to a lot of different colleges Paved the way for a lot of players in the NFL that became really good. It's just going to be... I feel like I'm getting cheated. I'm getting cheated of at least 10 more years of 
Mike Leach. Yeah, I don't know if he would have gone ten more years, but definitely a couple. Definitely a couple. He was sixty-one. He was getting older, but he definitely would have been a couple more years since. And, I think uh, he would have coached at least five more years. Yeah, at least five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you mentioned his coaching. I mean, it's hard not to uh, think about like those Texas Tech teams. Like those were the air raid offense was started there, and I mean, it's iconic moment of Graham Harrell to Michael Crabtree to beat Texas on that Saturday night. Brett Musburger yelling, Crabtree, you know, making the catch. Um, That's one of the most, it's a searing memory of watching college football in my youth, you know, childhood growing up. Like, you know, I'm sure it's an iconic, it's an iconic moment, period, but it's, you know, Mike Leach leading that that Texas Tech team. And uh, then he went to Washington State, had great success and was building, you know, right direction here at Mississippi State. They're eight and four this year, won the Egg Bowl. Um, You never know. That's yeah. the sad part. He was like coaching practice on Saturday. He was like, he's been con- like, I guess he's been kind of like on and off sick like all year. Like he's been coughing a lot, like during press conferences, people have noticed. Mm-hmm. And when he talks for a long time, like he has to clear his throat or whatever. But it's still like he was coaching. He was Saturday, like afternoon, he was fine. It's crazy. Had a heart attack, apparently. Is that what they were saying? A massive one, yeah. The Clarion Ledger. That's what they said. I don't know what it was. Just they just said it was personal health issue, and the press releases and stuff from Mississippi State. Um, yeah, just very sad, very sad um, news. So, rest um, in peace. I'm, I'm actually intrigued to see if they will play their bowl game now. I, I would be shocked if they do. They play January second, the Relia Quest Bowl, the old Outback Bowl against Illinois. So, the Illini. They want to play a bowl game. They haven't played in a good bowl game in forever. Illinois will want to play the game. That's what I'm saying. But Mississippi State, like, I don't know. We just saw two, a couple weeks ago, you know, Virginia didn't play their last two games. Players got shot, obviously, like, the murder of the, of the three players, which was... It's a little different. Yeah, severe and very sad. But they <laughs> think, did not play their last two games. Maybe because of the immediacy of it, like, they didn't have... They didn't want to play. Like, the Mississippi State will have time to heal here. You know, they will have a couple weeks. Like... You know, not like it's not like they're playing this game on Saturday. Yeah. The game, if the bowl game was before Christmas, I doubt they. I really doubt they'd play. Yeah. Maybe going like post Christmas, like you can, like time. Not not. There's no gonna be not enough time, but like still, like there will be some time has passed. Mm-hmm. They could maybe like want to win one for coach. So. I can see that. I see. Illinois would be the biggest heels if they win that game. It's like. Mississippi State has to win the game. If very they play. emotional. The helmet stickers, moment of silence. Yeah, all all of it. Yeah, I can see. Happening. Yeah, um, yeah. So sticking with college football, not as depressing. It's very sad news, but expected news. Michael Mayer, Isaiah Foskey going to the NFL draft from Notre Dame. Very unsurprising. Uh, Michael Mayer should have won the uh, tight end award for best tight end, but he didn't. Brock Bowers is a good tight end. He's good, but Michael Mayer has every number better than him, so whatever. Um, the Mackey award. And he was older, too. Should have gave him that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so not surprising. I mean, Mayer and Foskey should... I think they're both going to be day one first-round picks. I don't think Foskey will be a first-round pick. If he does, it'll be late. I think Mayer... Mayer is definitely going to be... Mayer is definitely going to be the first-round pick. Foskey, a second or third-round pick. I think it'd be a second round pick. I mean, he's he has Foskey's all. The, a freak. That's what I'm saying. He has all the uh, all the 
intangibles and the measurements, measurables, if you will, that NFL people will be looking for. I'm sure he's going to shine at the combine. That'll help him too, help his stock. But yeah, I like I like uh, like Mayer in the first round, like Foskey in the second, probably. If I had to guess. Yeah, they're going to be high picks. First 50 picks. Yep, neither of them are going to play in the bowl game, obviously. The Gator Bowl, no surprise there. Yeah, yep. Uh, looking like Tyler Buckner will start at quarterback, despite what Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese say. Um, Marcus Freeman just kind of like, yeah, we haven't really like thought about starting quarterback yet. Like, okay, dude, like, come on. Um, I, no disrespect to Steve Angeli. Seems but. like he's progressing to the point where he's going to be able to play, so... I hope I hope uh, Tyler Buckner is available for the media this week, and that'd be nice. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the I can Notre write Dame my that's... sixth uh, Tyler Buckner story of the year. Hmm. So I can write like my sixth or seventh uh, Tyler Buckner story. Just think it would have been it would have been forty if he had stayed healthy. You yeah, know what I mean? True. So, um, sticking with the college football bowl game start Friday, the Bahamas Bowl. Miami of Ohio is playing UAB. 11.30 a.m. Friday. Where's the Cure Bowl? Orlando. Who's playing in it? I think it's UTSA and uh, Troy, right? Like, two really good teams. Again. I brought up the... Uh, let's see if I can find it. The Cure Bowl has had a couple couple really good games the last how many years. And they're raising money for breast cancer research. That's a big deal. The Cure Bowl is at 3 p.m., and it's Troy and UTSA. Friday? Yeah. Nice. Saturday's the Fenway Bowl. Louisville, Cincinnati. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Wasabi. Featuring not Scott Satterfield versus not Jeff Brom versus uh, not Luke Fickle. <laughs> a lot of coaching changes going on in there. Um, Unfortunately, the Las Vegas Bowl is also Saturday. Uh, Florida's going to lose to Oregon Saturday State. night. Yeah. Well, like we said last week with Cody, you know you're in a great bowl game when it's before Christmas. You know? Missouri, Gasparilla Bowl, next Friday, Wake Forest. Can't wait to finish the season six and seven. Yeah. Me too. In a very painfully stupid way. Yeah. Well, Florida Florida at least has the excuse that their quarterback's going to the NFL draft, and then, like, everyone else decided to quit. It's like, whatever. So, um, yeah, college football bowl games, Friday, after, Friday morning. Friday morning in the Bahamas. Crazy. Uh, quick basketball notes. Purdue, number one in the NCAA AP men's basketball poll. Congratulations to the Boilermakers. Second time in program history they've reached that point. They also were number one last year before they lost, I believe, to like Nebraska or someone random. No, no, Nebraska. Rutgers. And, uh, they should have lost to Nebraska. Should have lost to Nebraska this past week. Recently, yeah. It was a close game. IU appears to be hitting a rough point. Lost to Arizona. Arizona's pretty good, but... Before IU. that, lost to Rutgers. IU gets a week off. They play this Saturday against Kansas in Lawrence. True road game. Indiana, they just keep setting themselves up here. They have like they have an insane schedule. I mean, North Carolina was supposed to be a really big game too. Before Carolina kind of struggled out of the gate. Like they're North Carolina, Arizona, Kansas. They played someone else big earlier too. Played Xavier. Xavier on the, on the road. Yeah, that was a big game for them. Um. We don't have to talk about Kansas. Um, How about that game against Mizzou? The Notre Dame women are ranked fifth in the <laughs> AP poll this week. IU fourth. 
Notre Dame, by the way, big game this Sunday at number six Virginia Tech. Wow. So first ACC game, right out of the shoot, top ten matchup, top six matchup on the road at the Hokies of Virginia Tech, four p.m. Sunday. So check that Ooh. out. Watch it. Should be a good game. I actually will probably watch it. Support women's sports. I agree. Uh, the NFL. The Bears, the Bears did not lose this week. Sucks. That's the Bears actually, they actually were losers this week because uh, the Broncos lost. So they now have the second pick, which goes to Seattle. The Bears were in the second pick spot. But now it's like tiebreaker, the Bears picking third. So we we got to pray for a Broncos win. They play the Cardinals this week. The Broncos play the Cardinals without Kyler Murray. So this might be a chance for the Broncos to get a nice mm-hmm. win. Bears keep on losing. They play Philadelphia Sunday. Oh, yeah, they're going to lose. Yeah, the, yeah, I think the Bears, we talked about it in the office like the Could other day. 3-14. Philadelphia, they play Detroit still once more, obviously playing for a playoff spot. They got the Vikings again. And I think they play the Bills. Still the Bills. So Eagles, Bills, top two teams at each conference, and then two division opponents that are going to be still battling for playoff positioning. Yeah. Bad. 3-14. and 14. Yeah. Great. Just pencil it in. After they were 3-2. Three and two. Three and three. Three and three. Whatever. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay Bucks, they stink. Uh, Brock Purdy, 49ers, Super Bowl MVP, is going to win it. Bad. I hope they actually don't go to the playoffs. I kind of hope uh, maybe the Panthers. Maybe they'll win the, the very bad NFC South. It's six and seven. Bucks are six and seven. Panthers, Falcons, five and eight. Saints, four and nine. There's the NFC South. Dumpster yeah. fire. I listened to part of my take, and uh, Big Cat said that they should just let the Lions win the NFC South. I'm like, that's fine. The Lions they are playing win, well. They would win the NFC South for the sure. The Lions are playing well. Lions-Jets, a big game in December. Who would have ever thought this weekend? The Jets, I really thought they were for sure going to make the playoffs, but now it's uh, not looking so for sure anymore. They've lost a couple games in a row, unfortunately. That'd be tough. For them to miss out. The Patriots are right there, too, with their win last night. Yeah. Patriots, though. Chargers are also 7-6. and six. Patriots have a fa- tough final three weeks. I was watching in sports yeah. center. They go Bengals. Bengals. Uh, the Bills are the last game of the season, and they play um, uh, the Dolphins in the middle. So, they go Bengals, Dolphins, Patri- or, uh, Bills to end the season. That's tough. They're going to have to go on quite the run. Yeah. If they want to make the They still playoffs. can't figure out their offense. Like... No, I Patriots can't. offense is bad. Can't stand Mac Jones. It's not his fault. He was fine last year. It's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Joe Judge. Two guys who've never been offensive coordinators are now the offensive coordinators. Didn't work, surprisingly. Anything else? I think that about wraps it up. I agree as well. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. What we'll talk about next week, I don't know. It's up to heaven. Um... So, no pressure, guys. If next week's episode stinks, you can blame him. That's fine. So, I usually set this rundown and guide the conversation, but next week, we're last week of Evan, last day of Evan. It's his show. It's going to be 30 minutes. It's fine with me. Talk then.